Hi, y'all, and welcome to the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. And that's nutritionist with an S, since there's two of us. We're your hosts, Stephanie and Mandy. We all know that nutrition and fitness information can be overwhelming and confusing. So we're here to help women find real answers for all things fitness and nutrition related by giving you quick tips and strategies so you can find your healthy weight, get fit, and improve your physical and mental health. And as registered dietitians, we know how nutrition and exercise can help you feel better and allow you to live your healthiest and happiest life. So be sure and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the episodes full of great tips and helpful information we have just for you. You can also join us in our private Facebook group, The Fitness Nutritionist Corner, where we will provide fun challenges, answer your questions, and support women along their journey to a better health. So grab a glass of water and let's get moving with today's topic. Welcome back to episode number 20 of the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking with you all about water, why you need to be drinking water, and how much water should you be taking in each day. And I will be doing another solo episode today. Mandy's son is getting married next month. And so she has been busy with work and wedding plans and just all the fun things that go in with that. But she'll be joining us for our next episode. But today, I do want to talk with you about water, why it is that you need it, and kind of what role it plays in your diet, and why it's absolutely essential that you take in too much water, and then tying that in with a listener question about can you actually drink too much water, and then I want to talk about a challenge that I've seen going around. So first off, I'm sure you know that water is absolutely vital to your survival. So you could normally live several weeks without food, but only a few days without taking in adequate fluid consumption. So your body is made up of 50 to 65% water, and it varies depending on your body composition, your age, your gender, and different factors such as that. So one reason that you can live several weeks typically without taking in food is your body actually, it kind of, it's when it goes into starvation mode too, your body will start breaking down. It'll use glycogen, which is a stored form of energy. It will actually start breaking down your muscles, tissues, and using that for energy. So you have enough energy stored in your body that if you're not taking in adequate food, you can still stay alive for typically several weeks. But the interesting thing about water is you must continually supply your body with the water it needs as extra water is not stored in the body. So you can't bank enough of that in order to last you, you know, days and days and days without taking in adequate water. So all of the tissues in your body contain water, your blood, your body fat, muscles, bones, just every tissue in your body contains water in it. And of the six classifications of nutrients, water is the nutrient that we need in the largest amount. So a tip here is that you do not want to wait until you feel thirsty in order to start drinking. 
because by that point, you've already probably lost two or more cups of body fluids by then. So thirst is not your best indicator of if it's time to take a sip. So just keep that in mind. By the time that you actually feel thirsty, you've already lost typically probably about two or more cups of fluids by then. And losing more than 10% of your body weight from water loss can cause weakness and potential heat stroke. And a 20% loss can actually be life-threatening. So I don't know if you've ever had a heat stroke or heat exhaustion. I did once. Uh, We lived in the Philippines and I went on a bike ride through the jungle. Uh, My dad was with me and we were uh, biking up one of the mountains there and just the humidity that went with it, the heat and all that. I had not been drinking enough and I paid a little visit to the emergency room there and it was because I was dehydrated. So you have to be sure, and we'll talk more about that later, but just like I said, not waiting until you're thirsty because by that point, it can be too late sometimes and you can find yourself not feeling too well. So let's talk a little bit about how much water do you need? And I want to be sure that you know that this varies by every individual and We do have formulas that we use in the clinical setting, and this can vary based off of your um, medical condition, if you're um, in the hospital, if you have a chronic illness, your age, your height, your weight, what type of work that you do. So when I give you this formula, I just want you to bear in mind that this is just a general rule of thumb, but your specific amount of fluids that you need, if you need to know that specifically, then get in touch with the registered dietitian who can calculate that or give you a really good estimate. But a good average um, is to take your body weight in pounds and multiply that by 0.5 ounces. So for instance, if you weigh, let's just do this math here so you can see how that plays out. If you weigh 130 pounds, then you would multiply that times 0.5 and that would give you 65 ounces. Then you would take that number and divide it by eight And that would give you the number of cups you should drink per day. So in this instance, that would be eight cups. So if you are more active or you work outdoors, you might be safer taking your body weight in pounds and then multiplying that times 0.66 and to get the number of ounces. And then you would divide that by eight to determine the number of cups that you should drink per day. So again, like I said, you have to take this into consideration as to the environment that you're in. For example, you know, if if you're a five foot two female that weighs 120 pounds and you have a a desk job where you're inside, the environment's controlled, then your water needs are going to be significantly different than say a six foot three 230 pound construction worker who's out in the heat, who's out in the elements and who's being more physically active. So you can see where those two scenarios would end up being a very different case as to how much fluids that you need per day. 
And that's where I want to tie this into. I don't know if you've seen this challenge that goes around Facebook, social media sometimes, but it's called the gallon challenge. And it's where it's challenging you to drink a gallon of water per day. And I've seen this and I always cringe when I do because, you know, again, you take a 20 year old girl who's say in college and that's inside all day versus a, you know, six foot football player who's doing two a days and you, you challenge each of them to drink a gallon of water. I hope that you can see where this could be very, very off. This could maybe not potentially be enough for that football player, but way too much maybe for, you know, the little 20 year old girl who's petite and indoors all day and not sweating and doing two a day practices. The thing about water too, if you're looking at it and you're trying to manage your weight, Water can actually help keep you fuller longer. And oftentimes when you think you're hungry, you may actually be thirsty. So I always say, you know, if if you've been eating well and you're just really hungry or you're getting some cravings, first off, be sure that you're adequately hydrated and that it's not just your body telling you that you're thirsty versus that you're actually hungry. Another thing that I always encourage my clients to do is to keep a cup of water with you just throughout the day. Um, Take one, if you go somewhere, take it in the car with you, keep it at your desk, fill a tumbler in the morning. And once you've decided how much fluids you need per day, and you divide that and get the number of cups, then, you know, get like a tumbler and say it holds three or four cups of water. And say you need eight eight cups a day, then put those number of rubber bands around your tumbler. And that can help you keep track of the amount of water that you drink. So say it's a four cup tumbler and you need eight cups and you'll just have to put one rubber band around it. And then once you refill that, take that rubber band off and you'll know that at the end of the day, when you have no rubber bands and you've emptied your tumbler, that you've drank the amount of fluids that you need to be drinking for that day. I do hear this a lot with women is that they just don't like water. And I understand this. I used to not be a fan of water. I just, I didn't like it, but I just decided one day that I knew I needed to do it. And so I started incorporating a little bit here and there, and you can actually develop a taste for water. But some things you can do is you can add lemons or orange slices or strawberries, other fresh fruit slices to your water if you want to flavor it just a bit. And then also keep in mind that certain foods and beverages that you consume can also count towards your water intake, such as lettuce, celery, watermelon, grapefruits, tomatoes, milks, soups, all of that can count towards the amount of fluid intake that you need per day. Again, I always recommend that you do incorporate, you know, some water there, but just keep in mind that it doesn't absolutely just have to be water all the time and nothing else. So I hope that you found this helpful. Another thing too, is that if you're trying to lose weight, I know that this is something that I, that I hear from women and you start incorporating strength training, which you haven't done before, and you're building more lean muscle, but yet at the same time, you're struggling with 
thinking that you're not losing weight, keep in mind that lean muscle tissue holds more water in it than fat tissue does. And this is a reason why I encourage my clients to be sure that you're actually taking your inches and not just using the scale in order to judge your weight. The other thing I want you to keep in mind as you're trying to increase the amount of water that you're taking in per day, that if you're not used to drinking any water at all, and then you do this calculation to see that maybe you need seven cups of water a day, I would not recommend that the very next day you go and drink seven cups of water unless you're going to be at home or around a bathroom all day because it can definitely take some time for your body to adjust to that increase in fluids. And so that's something that you might want to do gradually and slowly. And just keep in mind that it can take a little bit of time to adjust to that. You will be making more frequent bathroom visits, but just know that that will level out over time. And I deal with this a lot. I hear this from my clients. I've been through it myself. Your body actually does adapt and that will level itself off and you'll get back to where you're not having to make a a pit stop all throughout your day. So I hope that you found this helpful. And like I said, I also answered that question on what my thoughts are on the gallon challenge. I absolutely do not recommend it. You know, like I said, it's just a challenge that's put out there, but it doesn't take your unique needs into it. And you can actually end up if you over drink fluids, that can be a bad thing. We've seen people come into the ER like I went in because I got dehydrated. But people can absolutely come in because their electrolytes get thrown off. They can come in, their sodium, their potassium is out of whack because they've just flooded flooded their system with too much water. So more is not necessarily better. So use that equation that I gave you to get a good rule of thumb. And then, like I said, if you're needing a more exact measurement or you have some other extenuating circumstances there, you have any Um, health conditions such as some kidney failure or diabetes or anything like that, I would recommend you reaching out to a registered dietitian so you can get a more accurate reading of what your fluid intake should be each day. So I hope you found this helpful. I'm excited that Mandy will be back with us on our next episode, and I hope you have a good rest of your week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you gained a little more info to help you along your journey to your best life. We would love it if you would take just a minute to write this podcast and share it with your family and friends. And as always, let us know if you have anything you would like us to talk about on any future episodes. And don't forget, go to the Fitness Nutritionist Corner, our private Facebook group, where we'll have those fun challenges. We'll answer your questions and support women along their journey to a better health. You can also contact us on our website at thefitnessnutritionist.com. And that's nutritionist with an S. And just remember, ladies, you are worth it.